Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Well, it's an alternate universe. We've got the butterfly effect happening, and Mikey proposes. It's unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, guys. Let's chat about it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, what? we don't have an intro. <laughs> we were just moving. We were literally just moving as though we had the Kimmy Schmidt theme song. <laughs> well, I wish we did have the Kimmy Schmidt theme song, but you know what? It's always playing in our hearts, always playing in our minds. Unbreakable. We could, like, give you guys an acapella version no, of it. No one needs that. No one wants that. <laughs> What's up, guys? We are talking Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt tonight. Episodes 9 and 10 of Season 4 as we wrap up this amazing series. I'm your host, Laura L. Thomas. I got a lovely co-host with me tonight. Hi, guys. I'm Caroline Thayer. Yeah, we got our, we got our iPads. We're ready to chat. Um, you mentioned in the cold open that you were in an alternate universe for yes. uh, Kimmy Schmidt. We're in an alternate universe here. Obviously, we're not in studio. We're we in our cool trailer. Are. We're so fancy. I was just I saying to Caroline, I feel like we just need like a cocktail and some popcorn. I know. All kinds of fun things. I, it's really going to test my posture. Yeah, so don't judge us if, yeah. we, if we start to slouch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so guys, let's chat really quickly yeah. about... As we're wrapping up this beautiful little show that we all known and love, I know. we got an alternate universe in um, um, in season season four, episode nine, sliding van doors. Um, this is a longer episode. Yeah, I was gonna say I felt like it was more like a film than anything. Totally agree. It, totally agree. It truly felt like watching a movie versus just watching an episode of this show. And there was a movie within the movie. It was or. What, what we felt like was a movie. I thought it was a fantastic episode. I did feel like it lingered a little bit on, but there are so many jokes in it. Right. And it was so weird seeing Kimmy and Titus so vastly different than their personalities now. Totally. And what I loved about this episode, too, was that it got... Um, yes, it did It did linger on a little bit, mm-hmm. and I think it, it, it was obviously longer than some of the typical episodes, yeah. but... I think it was because there were so many things to kind of tie up. Oh my within god! The episode, I know. And they like the way they kept connecting all the different like little cameos of characters oh, coming back. Yeah. It was just like yeah. to me, I really enjoyed it. I was like, it kind of took us out of the real world of Kimmy. Yeah, so far removed. Yeah, because Kimmy, we know her as somebody who's so happy and go lucky and kind to others, but she was nobody's friend in this alternate universe. That is. For sure. <laughs> and it, her, I think, what was her um, husband's name in the alternate universe? Ryan Pigslinger? Right? Yes, Ryan Pigslinger. Um, and she just, baby, baby, baby. Uh, they would call, and, which I'm not into pet names, so I was choking a little bit every time that. Well, let's just jump into it. Let's talk Let's yeah. talk about Kimmy in this alternate universe. So, basically, the we see the show open. Um, they, Titus and Kimmy and... 2019 are approached by 
a madman yeah. <laughs> who wants to murder them and she's like, you know, stranger, 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 stranger. And she kind of like <laughs> stops the whole thing. Which, and... do you think you would have caught, caught that? No, I would have been totally like Titus. Oh, I totally would have caught it because I am like Kimmy. I am super um, cognitive or co- cognizant of logos and okay. Um, if there's not a logo corresponding to your job or some type of proof, it's like when a person shows up and they're like, oh, I'm a cop. It's like, let me see your badge. Sure. Um, so I was like, Kimmy, I feel you. Good job detecting that this guy was a serial killer, like was planning on murdering Titus and Kimmy. Well, I, I, then you're better than me. Yes. (laughs) I need to Just stick with me. (laughs) It's fine. We'll be a tag team. Um, (laughs) So she immediately jumps into her stranger danger. I love when she was like, well, where's your irk pad? Oh. (laughs) That was your irk pad. The irk pad was a full house reference. Family uh, Matters. No, no, no. Um, Yeah, Family Matters. Sorry. Family Matters. With Steve Urkel. Um, And she's like, that was a test and you failed. You're a liar. And he's like, all right, fine. <laughs> no, I me. thought that was like, I thought it was a really creative way to open the show. So then yeah. they, um, they sort of jump into Kimmy. We see Kimmy and Titus. They're going to have a movie day. Mm-hmm. She slides the door shut. She's like, I'm going to put on my PJs. We're going to watch sliding doors. And she closes it. Which, slides the door. Have like you seen movie? sliding no, doors? No, I actually haven't, but I wanted to watch it after, um, seeing the episode. You have to, it's really, it's really good. Um, so she slides the door shut, sliding doors. As she opens it back up, she's in an alternate universe, which is oh, yeah. basically the Reverend asking her to get to his van, and she this time declines. Yeah. Now, did you think that was actually John Hamm? Oh, um, no, probably. I don't not. think I don't think John Hamm was called in for that episode because you no. really can't see him. Um, he maybe have like maybe he like just did a voiceover or something. Perhaps that's for a good it. point. But yeah, so basically she she's like I'm gonna go see sliding doors with right. my friends. Yep. Now Kimmy in real life like um, is or Kimmy at this point looks the exact same age. I mean, what are you gonna do? Like age sure. her down? Like, sure. However many years you can. <laughs> um, but she like is with her little backpack, her transport. I love it. Backpack. Her transport. She's like so she completely misses the chance of being kidnapped. Yep. Which is, like, so ugh, so weird to think about how something so life-changing um, well, first of all, not happen, I guess. If that's the situation, if this is how this whole thing happened, yeah. meaning, like, he rolled up in a sketchy van like that and was like, can you show me where the nursing ugh, college Kimmy. is? And open it, like... I, I kind of agree with future Kimmy, even though she was kind of a yeah. bitch throughout the whole episode. Yeah. But I kind of agree with future Kimmy. Like, anybody that would get in that in a van, van deserves to be kidnapped. Like, when is it ever okay? We are, she, like, you learn that when you are a child to not hop in someone's van. Yeah. And but, but that's just like that's just who Kimmy is. She's yeah. such a like she's trusting. Yeah. She's a trusting. She's very, she just kind of gives you whatever. Yeah. Um, you need so anyway we see we see him trying to get her into the van she declines she mm-hmm. now says I have to go see sliding doors with my friends and if I get if I show you the, where the nursing college is I'm gonna miss that gosh darn sorry but sorry Reverend bye <laughs> flash forward we get to meet this whole new Kimmy who is this empowered um she's like a slightly nicer or slightly more socially aware version of Regina George where she's like kind of talking down okay. to her friends. Yep. 
but then also slightly empowering them um, because they're like a female unit. Yeah. I don't know. That's how that was my take on it. Yeah. No, I she mean, was like the most popular one. They all like were lingering, waiting for her to say um, or to spout her wisdom. And she's like, "Bitches, let me clarify something." Um, sorry for this is not a PG, I guess, uh, <laughs> recap of Kimmy Schmidt. Well, I mean, but but I think that's actually she. I think it was said in the show. No, no, that's exactly yeah, what totally. she said. She was so. very um, kind of rude, but. Her message was trying to be empowering. Like, you are in control of your own destiny. Don't let anybody else. That's what I was going to um, say. This show, this episode should be renamed You Are in Control of Your Destiny. Yeah. Because truly that was sort of the theme throughout the whole yeah. show. Mm-hmm. But she's this she's this empowered woman and she's... Um, she went to the University of IUD. IUD. Like, she's like, IUD. University Dunsville or something yeah. like that. Yeah, oh. Hilarious. Has a super hot boyfriend. She's super popular. She's valedictorian. And then we see... I felt like a little Legally Blonde moment in that in that um, reference. Oh, but when... Elle's way more charming than she is. Okay, I know. But Buddy was just... When Kimmy was like, look, I'm gonna... Uh, we all did this. Accom- I, like, I'm accomplished. Um chase your dreams. I was like, oh, Elle yeah. Woods. Yeah, but, I, but it was a bit narcissistic. Like, I mean, I think obviously yes. the writing was obviously very narcissistic, but um, but yeah, it was a little a little nod to Elle Woods. So, Elle for Harvard. Um, <laughs> anyway, so then we see she releases some butterflies. She gets run over by a cop and she's in a coma for a year. When she wakes up, um, she kind of becomes a local celebrity, if you will. She's she's given up her dreams of going to London, and she is like, I'm just going to stay behind. My man supported me throughout this year. I'm on TV. I have a degree in communications. What else do I need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Very then, small town kind of um, ideology, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And nothing. there's nothing wrong with that, but she had such aspirations to leave um, Iowa, and then you know, she's confined because she's been in a hospital for a year. Can you imagine graduating from college, having your whole future ahead of you, and then getting hit by a car and being in a coma for a year? I mean, that coma thing would be really, really hard. Really scary. (laughs) Well, you, like, wake up and things have changed. Yeah. I mean, a year is a really long time. Yeah. Um, In some ways, she she kind of ended up in the bunker anyway, right? Yes. Because she lost, not in the bunker, but she lost a year of her life. Yeah. For sure. And she wasn't aware of what was going on. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about it But like she that. also, I mean, I think she also needed something. There was there was going to have to be something drastic that would keep her from, she was, she was showing, showing such signs of being so strong and so mm-hmm. um, forward thinking mm-hmm. and, and stu- very like, willpower driven yeah. kind of woman that it was going to take something drastic for that to completely flip itself on its head. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, this was kind of the writer's way of doing that. Yeah. Obviously. So then she decides to stay um, and kind of become a local celebrity. She becomes a local reporter. I said she becomes a local reporter and kind of a bitch. Um, kind of. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what she was. Um, she doesn't care for her husband. And I think that it was really interesting seeing Kimmy in an alternate life have a partner who she was so affectionate with when they were younger yeah. because we've never seen Kimmy um, 
not necessarily dependent, but so lovey-dovey with mm-hmm. another person yep. on the show. Like, we, she's never been able to have a real relationship with someone because of her trauma from the bunker. Totally. And we did talk about um, that last week about mm-hmm. how Kimmy is sort of one of the characters on the show that has not had that love. Yeah. And I don't think she's... I don't know. I didn't really like her with this man. And I I think I she's think so... Did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just like a bad situation. What was her name? Kimmy Schmidt Pigslinger? Yes. Just, it doesn't sound right. Doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but I, I think that the point being is we got the glimpse of what it might be like when Kimmy is in a partnership. And Kimmy's just so... She's had to learn how to be independent mm-hmm. that I think we like her independent. I mean, obviously, I love that for Kimmy to find somebody um, to spend her life with, as if I know her. But um, I just don't think it's realistic for when the show ends. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, but what do you think about Kimmy being independent as Kimmy in 2019 and Kimmy being independent as this sort of career woman? Because to yeah. me, they were two totally, obviously, they were two totally different people. Well, I did, even though Kimmy was mean um, in this alternate universe, I did think that, um, you know, her husband cheated on her. I don't think that's ever... With Donna Maria. With Donna... No, which is funny. Like, Donna Maria wasn't in the bunker in the alternate universe. She was a maid. Um, But Cindy Picorni was in the bunker, um, and we saw her being interviewed by Kimmy. It was yep. just, it, it was so interesting, like you said, to see the cameos of, you know, recurring characters, I guess, and how they also ended up. Yep. Um, in terms of Kimmy, though, I really think that nobody deserves to be cheated upon, cheated on. And um, her going after her career was kind of a way to take owner retake that ownership on her life after the coma mm-hmm. um but she got so blindsided that she forgot what she really wanted to do which was go to london right so it was cool when she almost got there yeah um but like plot twist <laughs> plot plot twist. twist with titus i don't know if you want to take that one on but oh my, oh my gosh. god Well, let's just, let's talk about Titus. Let's talk about him, um, because he... He was probably my favorite storyline, to be honest I really liked his alternate storyline, for sure. He, so he ends up... The Church of Cosmetology. (laughs) Yes, you heard that correctly. The Church of Cosmetology. That's right. Which, there, I actually, um, read an article on, um, from The Hollywood Reporter, where they asked, um, given what we see in this episode... Was this a spoof on Scientology? And Tina Fey, a thousand percent. Yeah. Yes. But Tina Fey would not confirm that. She was like, "Look, uh, our show is about cults, and this obviously is topical um, with what is going on in the world right now." I was like, "Hmm." Tom Cruise skydiving, <laughs> John Travolta um, having his autograph signed. Yep. There's just way too many. Um, oh, and but the best part by far was the reference to uh, Shelly 
who is really alive, the husband oh, of, yes. Um, yes, Gretchen. of Gretchen, yes. um, who, again, is another woman who was in the bunker, but she ended up being in the, the Church of Cosmetology. Now, Shelly is actually the wife of the real leader of the, of the Church of Scientology, who Leah Remini said she's not seen in public for years. Really? So, I know, like, really, really inner-grained, um, deep, real-life references in there. Yeah. Um, but the song that Titus was singing, like, Shelly's Alive, or yes. whatever, yes. was so funny. Hilarious. So funny. Anyways, I, no, I there's did. so much more to him other than this Scientology spoof. I did love, I did love sort of the play on, uh, I, I loved how they, poked fun at that a little bit because oh, they were having a grand old time it was poking really fun, fun. At that. um so because titus misses his <laughs> um his lion king audition he then walks into the church of cosmetology yes. and his whole life has changed and he essentially becomes like a fiction a fictional version of what we of some similar storylines that we see of mr tom cruise he's mm-hmm. referenced in the well, he's, show a lot. he's uh, Tom Cruise's stuntman. Uh-huh. He's Tom Cruise's stuntman. I need you to jump out of the helicopter. And he's like, this is, I, you know, originally he was not a big movie star. He was just a stuntman. And he dreamed of something bigger. Long story short, that dream came true when yeah. he was put into the choir of the show, of the uh, Church of Cosmetology. And that's where his big break occurred, mm-hmm. and his huge film, uh, A Place by the Road, um, that kind of launched him into stardom. He had his ex-wife is January Jones, <laughs> which <laughs> is like, oh, by the way, he's straight. Yeah, uh, Titus is very much gay, but straight, um, and that this is, you know, for those of you who don't know, there's a long-going uh, rumor that... Tom Cruise is also gay and has had arranged marriages um, by the Church of Scientology. They referenced January Jones' contract being up with Titus, which a lot of people have said was um, kind of like Katie Holmes, kind of like Nicole Kidman, um, which is just so, so weird to me. It's fascinating and riveting, but so weird. Yeah, it's really crazy. It was a really, it was just... I I love I really love how obviously we can't confirm any of the, oh yeah any of those Purely rumors speculation by any means but I do love how the show has taken such a fun lighthearted approach to yeah. all of the rumors really that swirl around Hollywood a lot of the time yeah. because it's a crazy place sometimes. It's a crazy yeah. place, this Hollywood. Um, <laughs> anyway, I loved one of my favorite things about <laughs> um, the Church of Cosmetology is the only reason you fail is because this, the sun is using the moon to bounce alien beings into your brain, except for when you succeed, and that's because you're amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Did Titus say that? Titus did. Yeah. Oh, that's so Titus funny. Titus did say that. So that was one of my favorite uh, parts about that. I love that Gretchen was the leader yeah. of the Church of Cosmetology. I thought that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, sorry to bounce off of that. Yes, it was interesting. Like an alien beam. It, yeah, it was um, interesting seeing in the bunker. Cindy was craving a lead, a leader. Yeah, um, which was kind of what Kimmy was in the real life bunker. Yes. Um. So, even though Kimmy, like nobody would ever wish 
uh, the bunker experience upon her, right? She was really instrumental in getting those women through those horrific years. She sure was, and um, and we see Titus also having an affair, a secret affair with Mikey. Oh yay! Now let's talk about Mikey for a moment. Uh, Mikey. <laughs> Is this, now is the weird, this is the weirdest part, I thought. I was not expecting this at all. Yeah, so we see Mikey um, out in a club one in the night, club. you know, popping bottles and having his grand old time. Wearing a suit, which we never see. Wearing a suit, exactly, looking all dapper. And he gets picked up or hit on by Miss Jacqueline. Which is funny because she's uh, speaking with her friend who actually married... What was her ex-husband, Mr. Voorhees? Yes. So she was like, oh, if only I had married him. Um, right. And because she got vomited on on the way to the on the way to her job interview by Titus. By Titus. So then all of a sudden she's no longer she doesn't get the job because she gets yeah. vomited on. It's just brilliant how there were a lot of moments um, where the characters interacted with one another, in you know like maybe what would it have been like 1989 or something or 1990s don't ask me to do the math and then then they reconnect like way later in life because even kimmy and titus had that moment of crossover um in indiana right was it yes 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 yeah i think um so i don't know It, it was just interesting um to see jacqueline and titus interact yes um and then their lives become untangled unbeknownst to Jacqueline later in life because, like you said, Jacqueline hits on Mikey. Yep, so they get, so she hits on Mikey. She makes it her mission to pick Mikey up because she thinks she mistakes him for a real estate mogul, a business, a real estate developer in Manhattan. And, um... He's not. No, he works construction still. Still. (laughs) So not much has changed for Mikey. Uh, He's closeted. Yeah. And um, they, we flash forward, they got five, five kids under the five. age of two. <laughs> yeah, which is, like, clearly untrue. But um, it's funny because Jacqueline, you know, her, she's good at a lot of things. Being a mother was never, like, necessarily her strong suit. I think um, in la- the first half of season four, we did see her and Zan have a stronger relationship. And she was worried about her son, Carter. Uh-huh. Right? Isn't that his name? Uh, or Buckley, Buckley. Buckley. Sorry. Yeah. I, wow, that is an OC reference. We're not going to go down that I just got <laughs> confused about. Okay. Um, but I thought it was interesting. She's having all. She's juggling all these children. She's in such an unhappy marriage. Yep. She's been in this place before. Sure. She really has. I mean, it. The only thing that's different is that she doesn't have the money belt the, yeah. to to kind of back her up at this point, and so she's she's. But but, I think a lot of who Jacqueline is still is very prevalent in yeah. her alternate universe. Yeah. So Jacqueline and Mikey, which is just a weird, so weird, <laughs> a weird thing. But anyway, Mikey, but I love it. But Mikey ends up still finding Titus, yep. which is so odd to me. Titus is this huge movie star, and Titus and him somehow connect. Um, I know. I want to. I want to know how Titus that tries to, or Mikey tries to extort Titus for money. Yep. Um. Which then, in turn, leads to the Church of Scientology. Sorry. Cosmetology. <laughs> cosmetology. Honestly, that was not intentional. The Church of Cosmetology um, pairing Titus up or wanting Titus to get married to a woman. 
like as of that day. Right. And he sees Kimmy. Yep. So then he runs into Kimmy and... Which, by um, the way, Kimmy hasn't even, like, finalized her own divorce. No, she hasn't. Did you notice that? No, yeah, that's true. She Before Titus proposes to her and is like, let's get married right Right now. now. And she's like, okay, do I get to go to London? Great, I'm in. So we see Titus and Kimmy get married um, and live this luxe lifestyle. But not before we see um, Jacqueline try to save her family by going back to work Ooh. as a stewardess. Now, my favorite part about this oh, whole, gosh. That whole thing was not what you think, perhaps, oh. but it was Jacqueline's wig. <laughs> <laughs> Do oh. you remember seeing her like roots grown out to here and then like the bleach yes. blonde at the bottom? Yes, yes, Which, yes. Anyway, I just thought that was I thought that was brilliant on their part. We um, did have a reference to um current president Donald Trump. Yep. Which I thought it wasn't like that unexpected. Um he was not president in this reality, but you know, he had a lot of his signature lines, I guess. <laughs> um and I just thought, I think it's Another example of Kimmy Schmidt still um, putting the present day in the unrealistic, like, alternate universe they Mm -hmm. have, uh, which I think is really cool. And just amazing writing by Tina Fey. I mean, she's... Or producing. She can do no wrong in my book, but... No. um, Yeah, so we see Jacqueline makes a desperate move and that she... Mm-hmm. Um, tries, she goes back to work as an airline stewardess. She sees Kimmy on the plane. She, Kimmy encourages her to go for a divorce. Donald Kimmy's, Trump. Yeah. Kimmy's like, divorce your husband. Or like, it doesn't matter if you cheat on your husband. Husbands are, they're liars and cheaters. Yeah. Because she's just been cheated upon. She was not, on. she was sort of on the, uh, she was on her on her own soapbox. Yeah, and yep. so yep, yep. she took uh, it upon herself to encourage Jacqueline to go for the affair with Mr. Trump, uh, which then caused oh, the plane to turn back around because he has a heart attack. Oh boy! And Kimmy does not end up in London. She ends up with Titus instead. Yeah, they. Um, Jacqueline, Finally, Jacqueline quits her job. Jacqueline does quit her job. And ends up extorting none other than Lillian. Lillian! Because they're living in Lillian's basement. So because, they're living in Kimmy and Titus's apartment. So Mikey and Jacqueline, Jacqueline are living in, in Kimmy and Titus's apartment in this alternate universe. And Lillian is a drug lord. Runs a gang. <laughs> uh, like, it very... Basically takes out people to get to the top of this gang. Totally. And... I don't... I said extort. I guess that's not the right word. Jacqueline blackmails Lillian or, like, uses the blackmail she has on Lillian as leverage to get into the witness protection program. Right. Which is just so, so far-fetched. It's, like, really (laughs) taking this to the next level. It is. It is. I, that's when I started to be like, okay, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Um, I would say of all of the storylines, Lillian's was my least favorite, but I yeah. thought it was... But also I thought it was maybe the most realistic had things not... Um, had she not met Kimmy and Titus. I would agree, actually. I can actually... Whereas, like, I can't really see Jacqueline with, like, five kids married married yeah. to... Mikey living like no. I can't really see that. I think she she's a resourceful woman. She yes, would have found her way so anyway. Well. Um, I don't love seeing Kimmy acting as such a 
prima donna horrible yeah. person i i think she is genuinely too good mm-hmm. to be yeah. that that rotten um but lillian i was kind of like okay oh, i don't see that i would buy that but like she was brutal killing people i was a little concerned i'm like well not a little i was very yeah. concerned yeah she was right? you're right straight up a drug lord um yeah <laughs> mama lil mama lil that's that was her nickname oh mama my god with the braids and oh it was so bad um, anyway, she, so Lillian does end up in jail. Um, Jacqueline, Jacqueline and Mikey end up in, end up, uh, Indiana. Yeah. In back Indiana. where, uh, <laughs> Kimmy and Titus first cross paths. It's As, just, it's so well interconnected. Yeah. Um, and past equals future concurs with present. It's just, it's so interesting. And Ty, and Titus and Kimmy end up in London with the murderer. Where it all began. Isn't that so <laughs> weird? I just thought that was really fun. And um, this time, Kimmy is not smart enough because she hasn't had that wor- real world experience of being subjected to danger and then knowing it when she sees it. Yeah. So it was interesting. And then you see them, you know, back in present day, real world, yep. watching. And I love how, how, um, Kimmy wraps all of this up because mm-hmm. it, it it really was such a clever thing mm-hmm. for the writers to get to throw into this season. I really appreciate that they kind of took time out of the actual storyline and gave us this little glimpse middle, mini movie. Yeah, you know, which is cool because you know I think as much as we have accepted that this is the way Kimmy's life turned out. When the show first started, I was like, what is this show? What is a bunker? Like, (laughs) mole women. I never understood how this could happen. In hindsight, I was, like, more socially aware of Kimmy in the alternate universe where she's like, who would ever get into a van? But I think it was really important to see how this all kind of happened and then how it couldn't have happened to make us appreciate what really did happen even more. Well, and and to that point, I love what Kimmy said about it. She says, I've been through a lot of terrible stuff that I wish didn't happen, but I still have to believe that this is where I'm meant to be because if I'm not, I go, because if not, I go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's such a great way of, I mean, that's such a Kimmy way of looking at things, yeah. you know? She's just, she's, um, and, and, and what a great life lesson, you know, know. for all of us to kind of and also Adopt. to be in control of your own destiny. Like, you really can manifest your happiness or um, things working in your favor. Yeah. I just, I really liked, I really liked the episode. I like, really did, too. I really, I was, I was very appreciative of it. It was not what I was expecting, but I appreciated it. Um, my favorite, I know that we normally do this as a special segment, but since we're kind of, like, going off the beaten path. We're of off this, the rails tonight, anyway. One of my favorite <laughs> quotes was definitely, um, when Titus was talking to Kimmy about white people, um, and how he sings in a song, like, or was it Kimmy he was speaking to? At one point he was like, oh, our no, 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 he definitely is talking to Kimmy when he says white people are the devil or something. Oh, yeah. And then, um, <laughs> yes. like, the gates of hell might be black, but um, the white person is, like, the devil or whatever. Yes. I don't know. It was just so funny the way he said it. Um, and in song, very Titus-like. Very Titus. Very Titus, of course. I mean, that's how he relays all of his thoughts. I know. To in, the world. Well, can we talk about those deviled eggs for a minute? Oh, no. The bag of deviled eggs. No. 
No, I was honestly, Ugh. every time he would stuff them in his mouth, I was like, Titus, don't do it. No. Don't do it, Titus. The clear plastic bag and the bus driver. Have you been eating those since Mississippi? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder he threw up all over Jacqueline. Um, anyway, long, love, loved the episode. Yeah. Loved a lot of everything that came out of it and really kind of got me thinking about this alternate universe. And because we were talking a little bit last week about sort of what we think these characters might need in the future. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting that this is where they timed sort of a glimpse of perhaps yeah, 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 yeah. what could have what could have been. Right in the middle of the end of the show. Yes. And then um we have I think episode... we've all wondered, right? Yeah. We've no. all wondered like what would have happened if she hadn't gotten in the van. So brilliant writing. Way to go, Tina Fey and producers and <laughs> whole team. Um, so then we get back to the real story, yeah. back to the plot line in episode 10. Um, this one was juicy with a capital J. It sure was. And we see the return of Sheba Goodman. Oh, Nancy Phillips. Fantastic portrayal. Oh, I I love her so much. And I love this character. She's really funny. Her. Yeah. Um, she is really funny. Like, the, uh, Busy Phillips as a person is incredibly funny. And she she has such a like, dry sense of humor that yes. translates really well into her character portrayals. Um, just, like, the way she elongates sentences or... Uh -huh. I don't know. It, her, she's just very, the way, very like, funny. Her, the the um, affection, her the way she affects her voice to... Oh, her intonation? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> intonation, affection. <laughs> um, yes, her intonation and the way that she chooses to speak. Yeah. It just... It makes makes Sheba so deplorable. <laughs> I know, but also so incredibly fun to watch. Hilarious. And Lillian and her relationship, even though it's a little bit of like one-upping each other, it is really sweet to see Lillian in, in a more maternal role, I guess. Like, yeah. I feel as though she's nurtured Kimmy and Titus, and now she's starting to nurture Sheba. Yep. Um, Sheba basically somehow tricks uh, her into giving, or Lillian into giving her money for a 20, or 365 day a year, so full year round, uh, Halloween store. <laughs> Which, My worst nightmare. I mean, hey, you know, everybody has a dream. <laughs> everybody has a dream, dream, I guess. Kimmy I just, loved it. Kimmy did. When she goes, Christmas. Yeah. Oh, man. So <laughs> um, Yeah. And the way she tricked her, obviously, was because she called her friend at the strip club and um, got him to call as a fake cop saying, I need which bail is, money because I went to Burning Bay, which is the gender neutral version of Burning Man. Another great pop culture reference. Okay. Um, I, I was... Honestly, I laughed really hard at that, um, which is, Funny. again, like, only Kimmy Schmidt can po um, poke fun at really sensitive topics, like yeah. um, gender awareness and just, I don't know. Because they just, do it in such a way that is so, that's so endearing and, and um, it's not overly offensive. I don't think it's offensive at all. No, I, I don't think, think so either, but I, I feel like there's always going to be somebody out there who finds any comment about social injustices to be well but but what kind of a culture like what kind of a world are we living in if you cannot speak at least you know your opinion yeah 
I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. So if you can't speak your opinion, then I kind of feel like what what kind mm-hmm. of a world are we living in? Yeah. But um, I love the fact that they take these very like sensitive, hot topic mm-hmm. issues and they mm-hmm. and they just make so much light of it. And what I what I think the message of this show that they're sending is it's not that deep, y'all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's well, not... Or, or we, we don't need just to take issue with everything. Let's have a little fun with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Let's have a little fun with Which it. is like... With these characters who are so lovable. Which we see with Titus... Or deplorable. Who becomes a... This was so funny. An uh-huh. eyebrow. An eyebrow <laughs> for basically... He said it's an upside down... It's he, It's the reverse, it's the reverse thing of a beard, beard. Which, if a beard is like shaped this or this way than yeah. an eyebrow is like yeah. that or whatever um so it's he weird. yeah He's yeah there we go there we go there we go uh that was a better uh illustration but um he enters into a relationship with a straight man who needs to um cater to his fan base which his publicist says is gay yes. so he needs to be in a fake relationship with Titus and he's it's so funny because he narrates the relationship he's like and now we're going to laugh and talk and like um this is an indication of people having fun because I'm an indication that people are having a good time yeah I was like oh no one talks like that ever like regardless of what um sexual orientation you are like don't do that. I just love that they kind of, like, made fun of that whole Oh, it world. was so great. It was so great. But, of course, Titus is like, okay, this is perfect. I can use this to my advantage yes. to make um, Mikey jealous. Yes. And that backfires in his face Hard in a big way. Hard. How did that make you feel? I was really, really heartbroken because for a really long time. Now, when... Did you see it coming? Yes and no. Okay. So I I saw, I knew something was awry when he was like, a year is a really long time. Yes. But I truly felt like he did have feelings for Titus and yeah. was jealous. So I was really confused when things went in another direction. Um, but again, like I said, that the whole way thing, he phrased things, like, a year, oh man, that's really too long. And yeah. then led to I mean it was really it was a really clever writing by the um by the writers and a really great performance by Mikey. Yeah. But I knew it the minute that he said, Oh man, the year a year is a really long time to be like that's too long to be dating. Yeah, to be dating. Yeah. I knew the minute that he said that I was like <gasps> He's going to propose. I know. No. no, don't do it, Mikey. Don't, don't. break my heart. Don't do it. Uh, but he, did. But he, he does. Did. And he did. Andrew's like, yes, of course I'll marry you. And yes. Titus is like weeping, but then starts like hysterically laughing. And I felt for him so much in that moment. I did find Mikey's proposal really uncomfortable, though, like if I was Andrew. Uh-huh. Because he goes, you know, I don't know. I think it was just like seeing my ex happy with somebody else which made me be like oh I can move on and get married well I you know do, I do understand the point that they were making and that they were um and that he was you know to me Mikey is very selfless and very yeah. um he's just kind of this he's um, obviously not the brightest crayon in the box and he is I think he was so <laughs> worried about Titus being fragile 
that or or Titus not being because he's he's been happy with Andrew. He he actually yeah. moved on from Titus, you know, much sooner than Titus ever. I don't Titus hasn't moved on. But he started dating Andrew pretty quickly yeah. after their relationship, you know, once once Titus broke his heart. Yeah. We have to remember exactly. Titus broke his heart. Yes. yes. And like I think once he realized like, okay, there's like my ex, while he may have broken my heart, he did this for a reason because he wanted me to find this love. He wanted me to be happy. Yeah. And I don't even think Mikey is self-aware enough to think that he could have Titus back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Titus, yeah. I think Mikey is, ha- has resolved himself of that relationship. And, and he, okay. all he's heard okay. is that um, Titus doesn't want to be with him. Therefore, he's going to make him, he's going to, he's going find to choose happiness with, how to be yeah. happy with someone else. And so, but then again, like if you're Andrew, who we haven't gotten to know at all, which is probably, I'm okay for both. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good, but like that stings for him. Yeah, because I have a feeling he will get his heart broken. I'm hoping, kind of. I hope like, so I, I too. Hope. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I would never wish ill upon somebody, but I want for to- the sake of true love. I would. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man. Um yeah, so it, it did kind of break my heart too, but I think seeing I think really truly it backfired in a lot of ways because obviously Titus was trying to make Mikey jealous and it really only just gave him confirmation that oh my gosh, Titus is happy. I yeah. can be happy too. And that's what it resulted in, so we have a little uh, holy matrimony. I felt like that was the majority of the episode, didn't you? I felt like that took up so much. Yeah, Kimmy was shopping her book around. Yeah. Um, we see the return of Fran Dodd, oh, who, um, who's stole, in a relationship. And stole her idea, stole her book idea, and is sort of... Well, um, no, he didn't steal it. He just took ownership for it when his girlfriend true. was like, you wrote this? Yes. Um, or this girl he liked, who he works with. He did not have... Which then spiraled into a book party for the author of the book, Casey Schmidt. And You it, know, this this episode to me actually had a lot of that kind of taking ownership. Yeah. Of That was sort of the theme of the episode, is, is taking ownership mm-hmm. either of Fran, t- um, Fran admitting that he sort of is has taken over is selling this is now selling the idea of this book as his own yeah Sheba taking ownership of her um her wrongdoings and using her inheritance to open the the store when she has to go in front of the judge Halloween 360 Halloween not 365 360 like a circle and then but the only one that we see that has not taken ownership yet of his true feelings is Titus I thought it was interesting, too, though, how Kimmy said, can people really change? Mm-hmm. And she asked that too. of uh, Fran. She's like, he must be tricking me. He can't have gone from this, you know, um, misogynist to someone who supports women and equal rights for women and men. Um, but he really did change and evolve, yeah. which is really nice to see. And again, you said that's mirrored with Sheba, 
who Lillian pulls the ultimate fast one on. And I love when she says, where did you get the money to do this? And she goes, well, part of your inheritance is uh, for, education. for education. And you just got schooled. I was like, go. And then she's like, "I'm not the, you're not the only one who knows a stripper. And the judge in the fake courtroom. Yes. I mean, you obviously watched the episode. He's wearing like a Speedo. Clearly not. Court was not really in session. I've seen more. I've seen more uh, skin <laughs> exposed on this show on than this show I in thought. the past couple of episodes. Yeah, and there are so much more swearing in um, in this season thus far it's than so there true. has been. Really riding on that like Netflix. I can do whatever I want. They're definitely trained. They're definitely going out with a bang. Yeah, like, pushing all the boundaries and mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, really taking, like, testing all of the limits yeah. that Netflix has to offer, which <laughs> I, can, I kind of appreciate it. No, I actually. like it. It's it's a change of pace. I kind of appreciate it. Um, let's talk about our special segment, our Kimmy yes. quotes. Yes, yes. Um, what were some of your favorites from... Oh, man. From both the, of these episodes? Yeah, from either episode. Hmm. I didn't write any of them down. I never write them down because they're just not... As when I say them, they're not as special. Um, <laughs> but I really liked, um, I really liked, like I said, the any quote from Titus when he was talking about um, the Church of Cosmetology. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like you have them written down. So. I do. I mean, I have a couple that I loved. Um, one, what were yours? So in the first episode, in episode nine, nine um, Jacqueline says to Mikey, she says, on our, hon- on our honeymoon, you're going to want to go to Philadelphia and see the Rocky <gasps> statue, aren't you? <laughs> and he goes, I, I don't know. I mean, he responds, but with kind of like a hell yeah. He was like, yep, yep, yep. I love that reference, the Rocky reference. So I funny. also loved Mikey's, um, I'll get the money because I can take care of my family. Like Elton John, when he was married to that German sound engineer, Renata Blaul. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) I also found it to be so funny when he was like, both Titus and Mikey trying to kiss Jacqueline and Kimmy respectively. Yes. Was so funny. And so awkward. And they were like, this is how a man kisses, right? Oh my gosh. And then I also loved, um, I loved from... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the episode second episode, 10. yeah, episode 10, uh, Fran's line, she's my girlfriend and we French kissed, sorry, freedom kissed. <laughs> oh I just goodness. think the writing on this show is just yeah. so strong. It's so funny. It's has so, me laughing so every time, so. Like, um, the, like, that is such, I forgot, I forgot about that, but I remember thinking after that line was said, how brilliant do you have to be, like, such a small, nuanced line, mm-hmm. it is so profound and so funny um yeah and every line in this show is very is very specific and and such a strong reference to what's happening in the world right now so i thought that was those are some of my favorites yeah um let's talk about a couple predictions because i don't think we either one of us saw oh man how this either one of these episodes were gonna go but um is kimmy going to london no i don't think kimmy goes to london i think you don't you think she is? Well, she looks at a map at the end of the episode, and she's like, hmm. Oh, maybe she does. Maybe I she does. I think she wants to travel. That, you know what? And I can see that, actually. Yeah. I can see that for you know, learn You learn so much about yourself when you travel, whether yep. that's down the street or in another country. Um, well, and as we were talking about last week, I don't think love is the thing that's in store for Kimmy. I think, I think sort of... Uh, 
self-growth. Yeah, exactly. Is what it's going to Totally. Happen. We were on the same page on that one. Yeah. I hope, um, I really hope Titus and Mikey get back together. I do too. That's kind of the big one that I'm cheering for. I hope we see more Busy Phillips as Sheba. Yep. Um, I mean, I think we'll see the Reverend again. I'm hoping to tie it all back in, but I can't believe there's only two episodes left. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think my prediction for Jacqueline and Lillian, I would like to see them team up as a team somehow. Because they're both strong women. Yep. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. what capacity. We've got, I don't know. I mean, a business venture. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, uh, some adventure I feel yeah. like those two are going to team up on. So. Well, before we say, like, where you can see us, really interesting news. Tina Fey has said that the possibility of a movie for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is very real and could very well happen. So, from that is a prediction. T- oh, from that's t- me. No, like From Tina maybe. Fey's lips to God's ears, right? Literally. Like, let's make let's it make happen. It, let's make it happen. <laughs> I would love that. We'll be the first in line to buy tickets. <laughs> um, guys, we will be back on Sunday at 7 p.m. right here at After Buzz TV. Until then, let's keep the conversation going in the comments. Let us know what you thing make sure you give us a little thumbs up there too yeah and uh tell them where they can find you Carly. you guys can find me um on all social media at caroline j there yes and i'm laura l thomas you can find me on instagram and twitter at laura l thomas tv we will see you guys on sunday 7 p.m i think we've got a couple of other girls yeah. joining us <laughs> then so we'll see you guys then Bye. our founder kevin undergaro phil svitek and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later.